Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Such a Lady, True Crime, and I'm your host, Siobhan. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, please stay a while. We've been waiting on you to get here. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. But if this is your first time tuning in, feel welcome. You are at home. You are family. And we are grateful for you stopping by. Now, for the original Sal's, thank you for tuning back in and thank you for your loyalty and your support. I couldn't do it without you guys. Um, This week, such a lady is Miss Jennifer Denise. She also recently got engaged, so congrats from your Such A Lady family. We wish nothing but the best for you and your future husband. We love love here. Even though we talk about toxic love, we love love. So congratulations to you, and we wish nothing but the best. Um, Kudos. So before we get into this week's toxic story, let me tell you guys about how I was toxic this week. Yes, your girl was toxic. Now, me and Eugene have been together for about six months. And (laughs) I came home from work and it was a day. Like, it was a day. It was was one of those days. I just wanted to get in my bed. That's it. I just knew if I could just make it home in my bed, I'd be okay. Now, I try not to take out anger like if I'm mad at somebody else on somebody else, I try not to misplace it. Now notice that I said I try not to. So <clears throat> Eugene was like he was gonna cook that day, and um, I get home and I'm probably a little hangry too. Plus I'm in a mood, and <clears throat> he said he was cooking dinner. So I'm like, is the bacon ready? And he was like, no, I I gotta go put it on. So I'm like, don't worry about it. I got it. And so I'm saying I got it because I'm like, if you cooking, like, why are you not cooking? So I'm like, I got it. So then I go in the kitchen and it's dishes in the sink from him cooking. And I didn't know that he was nice enough to have cleaned out the refrigerator. So I see these dishes and it's not even a whole bunch of dishes, but I would have thought it was a billion dishes. Like I lost it. And so we had this little argument. (laughs) And it was a petty argument, and it really was. It absolutely was. So, the next day, Eugene is like, I called that number. And I was like, what number? And he was like, you know the number at the end of your podcast. And I was like, oh, well, one is sweet that he listens. And two, what number are you talking about, bro? And he was like, that domestic hotline number. And I'm like, why did you call that number? And he was like, because, you know, we were getting into it. He was like, I'm trying to make it work. He was like, I'm doing all that I can. I don't want to lose you. And so I was just hoping, you know, you talk about it on your podcast. And I was like, um, sir, I know you don't want to lose me, but if you keep calling that number for arguments, they will take me to jail and you will lose me. But I did. (laughs) I can't make this up, y'all. It legit happened. Like, he is a whole mess but I did have to apologize because it was me I was the drama that day I I kid you not I was the drama I had to apologize I was like no I'm sorry I said I I I was in a mood and I misplaced anger onto you and so I'm just thinking okay well you know I'm just having a day not realizing that my day has affected other people and I got this man called Lord Jesus I Anyway, so your girl 
had to reevaluate herself and realize that, yes, I too can beat the drama. <laughs> it is in me. Now, uh, <laughs> this week's toxic love story is a little bit different, y'all. Can y'all believe that, if, listen, if y'all celebrate Christmas, it is on Sunday, y'all. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. It been the same time in the same place every year since I was born. But every year, I swear I ain't never ready for it. And I ain't even talking about the gifts. I'm just talking about I ain't ready for it. Like, wow, Christmas is Sunday. Well, anyway, I won't get to see you guys before or talk to you guys before Christmas. So, I want to wish you all a very, very Merry Christmas. I wish nothing but joy, peace, and harmony. And listen, for y'all who got them toxic family members, tell them to stay at home. Y'all do not have to put up with them. All that they family know. Listen, the holidays are for you to enjoy, not to be stressed. Would it look like you off work? They didn't give you a bonus at work. But you got to come home and be stressed out at your house because you trying to please other people. No, you can be toxic free and friendly. All you got to do is say, look, not, not this year, Satan. That's it. That's all. Let's get to the story. Now, like I was saying, this week's toxic love story is a little different. It's about how far one woman would go behind her man. And when I first started watching, um, it was a show called Gangsters, America's Most Evil. It was to learn about El Chapo. I was very intrigued about him. But then while watching the show, I became obsessed with his wife, Emma Cornell. Now, Emma, to me, she's the true definition of ride or die. Like, if there was a picture in the dictionary of a ride or die chick, Emma would be like their front center. Like, that's who would be there. Because after doing my little research, I realized why I like bad boys, but they don't really care too much for me. It's because I say I'm loyal, and I'll do anything, and I'm down for you, and I'm a ride or die chick, but I realize that I'm a liar. I absolutely am. Because I have limits, and I have a lot of them. I got questions, like, no, if it don't make sense, I'm not doing it. But Emma was not like that. Let's just keep it a buck. Emma was not. And I'm not built for for that life. I say it. I like the hype. I like, you know, the little, you know, the little bad boy persona. But when it comes down to it, I like my mom in my bed. That's just what I do. I I like it. And I'm just being honest. But Emma, no. Emma Cornell was different. Like, the thug life was in her. It wasn't on her. Like, it was built in her. She was born in 1989. Sweet little baby. 89. Listen, I ain't gonna tell y'all how old I was in 89, but she was born in 89 in Los Angeles, and her father was a cattleman by day, but by night he was a part of a large Mexican cartel. Now, Emma's father actually worked for El Chapo before Emma was born, even before Emma was even thought about. Her father worked for him. Um, It's also said that several members of her family were a part of the cartel. So, again, when I say that it wasn't on her, it was in her, it was in her. Her family was the cartel. So, they, they, they were about that life. And Emma grew up and she had dual citizenship. So, she was able to, you know, be here in the U.S. and in Mexico. And beautiful, beautiful girl. Like, oh my gosh, she participated in several 
beauty pageants and uh, and I, I kid y'all not I, I y'all know I'm gonna post a picture of her she's absolutely stunning to me um when Emma was 17 she said she was at a party for one of her pageants now Emma was there with her then boyfriend and El Chapo sent someone over there to ask Emma to dance with him Emma states that she agreed because one is disrespectful not to dance with anyone who asks you to dance when you're at a pageant or a dance and then two she also knew who el chapo was and what saying no to him meant so they danced and oh boy did they dance now i know some of y'all might not know who el chapo is and y'all might be thinking who is this person that emma felt like she couldn't turn this man down so let's just get a little backstory on El Chapo. Now, El Chapo, which is an, another name for Shorty because he was 5'6", was born Johan Gunsman, and he was the second most wanted man in Mexico at the time that he met his beautiful pageant queen, Emma. El Chapo had escaped from prison and is known as one of the most violent, powerful drug cartel leaders in the world. So, he didn't play at all. Um, he was known for moving billions upon billions of dollars in marijuana, cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine. methamphetamine. Um, El Chapo himself has admitted to killing between two to 3,000 people. And I kind of thought, that's that's a lot you know you know like some men be bragging on their stuff i was like you just bragging on your status but the more i started reading about him and emma the more i realized that this man wasn't lying like he would legit kill people for being late for work can you imagine that like for one i couldn't work for him like because his represent his reputation precedes him so i know for a fact that i couldn't work for him because what if i'm late for work one day i'm in a car crash and god didn't spur my life i didn't got out the car crash the car didn't burned up i didn't got out i didn't made it to work and i'm like hey chapo let me tell you what happened and then he shoot me in the head so god didn't save me from this car crash only to get to work and he didn't kill me because i'm late for work now guess who's not working for el chapo el mio hello okay so i'm just saying like <laughs> anywho so he was one of those men so i could definitely believe that he killed that many people because he just did it because he could do it um just to say he had that power and 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 i also think that when you are in that leadership role you have to make people respect you regardless so he was probably killing people just on gp just to make sure that nobody else tried him you know what i mean like to keep the fear in them which i don't like it but that's not my business i'm just telling the story so when he was in prison he literally ran the prison due to the bribes that he had made with law enforcement but just because you run a prison doesn't mean that you want to be there okay just because you can do what you want to do don't mean that you want to be behind these bars every day so one day el chapo was like you know what i'm done and he escaped and he was free for 13 years before he met and fell in love with emma so that's how the love story started so um that's a little background story on chapo now that dance caused emma to break up with her then boyfriend and start dating el chapo who was over 30 years her senior 
So she was 17 when she met this grandpa. Um, <laughs> now me being me, I just knew that Emma wanted Chapo for his money and his status. But listening to some of the things that Emma said, she said that she fell in love with El Chapo's gentleness, his kindness, the fact that he cared about um, what she wanted in life. He wanted her to go back to school and, and you know, further her career. And he was interested in her. And that made her fall in love with him. And so um, that is how the love story started. That's how that they call them the beauty and the beast so that's how the beauty and the beast story began and this man who was a fugitive and who was old enough to be her father um became her husband because they got married on emma's 18th birthday but this was not chapo's first marriage at all he he was married three times before and is said to have had between 12 and 13 children but that is just a said to have had because the number kept going up the more I kept reading so I just went with 12 to 13 because I don't want to disrespect the man I don't want him coming after me El Chapo I'm just telling the story that's it that's all okay now <laughs> but 12 to 13 kids is still a lot of kids. Listen, but when you got money like that, you're not worried about that because El Chapo was out here chopping it up with his little short self. And that's what's so funny to me. It's always the short man syndrome. That makes me think that, okay, the more women that I have, the more beautiful they are. It makes them feel better about themselves. But the more women you have, the more beautiful they are, the more money you have, you're still the same height. It don't make you no taller, sir. You're still short. But apparently Emma liked it. So we love it, right? Emma and Chapo get married. And she goes from being this beauty queen pageant. This pageant beauty queen to the queen of the cartel. And her life drastically changes. Now, Emma says that she doesn't know anything about the life that El Chapo lived. She didn't know anything about it until they got married. But I don't know. I find that hard to believe. Because remember, she stated that she knew the consequences of not dancing with him at the party. And her father worked for him. And so did other family members of the cartel. So it sounded like Emma wasn't being very honest. But I could see why she wouldn't be honest. Because Emma was over here living a big life. Because they didn't just have a house. They had houses. Uh, and they didn't just have houses. They had compounds at one of their homes. There was a zoo there. Okay. A whole zoo. A mall was in one. Um, and in the zoo... It wasn't just no, like, three or four pets. No. Like, you had to take, like, one of those little trains to take you around, like, a little trolley. Like, this is at their house. So, they not just no regular people. <laughs> like, no. These folks are up there. Like, I feel weird even talking about them because I feel like I'm in their business and I can't afford to be. Do that make sense? I ain't, I ain't in these folks' tax bracket, and I'm telling all their business. But, you know, we like to, to hear the story, so here we go. But, no, I'm just saying, like, they had money. Like, Emma, she was that woman. Like, her friends were envious. Not even her friends. People were envious of her because she 
was just that chick like she could put on a t-shirt and some jeans and like people would be like oh where did she get that from and go out and spend thousands of dollars to look like she looked so um not only did she carry the weight of being the queen cartel she also had this this public figure because she was this beautiful woman so i felt like el chapo knew what the hell he was doing he had a beauty queen and also she was smart she knew about she knew about the ins and outs she knew not to talk she knew when to talk she knew what to say when she said it when she spoke she spoke very soft um she carried herself very ladylike so um you would never ever imagine that this lady was giving orders and telling people look enough is enough it's time expiration date is up but she was doing that because when el chapo got arrested which he did because remember he was he he was a fugitive when he met emma so he was although he had gotten married he was living his best life they was out here having kids because she ended up giving him two twin girls they were out here living as if everything was okay because he had money like that. You know, they knew that he was a fugitive, but when you have, you know what they say, money talks and bull, you know, it kind of walks. And that was the case with El Chapo. His money allowed him to do things that common folks like us would not at all do. Like, we going to jail and that's the end of it. So he ends up going on vacation with the twins and they're on vacation they're having a good time and the mexican police are looking for him and the reason why they're looking for him at this point is because another drug uh, another cartel they, they they have a hit out on him so it's like the the attention is on him and so they're like okay well he's a fugitive let us try to find him and so they do they they find him in the hotel he's in the closet with his wife and his twins they arrest him they don't they don't arrest emma they don't arrest the babies they let them go but they do take chapo and they take him to this mexican prison and they're like here you are sit down be quiet don't act up again so he sits there for a little bit but he decides listen i got this beautiful wife at home and i don't want to be away from her and i don't and i'm thinking he probably like i don't think that I need to be away from her. Like, somebody else might be, you know, coming through, sliding through when I'm out. So, he decides that he doesn't want to be there anymore. And Emma decides she doesn't want him there anymore. So, over the next year, Emma is in charge of the cartel. He is writing letters to, to people telling them, hey, listen, um, the mother of my twins is going to give you all orders. Make sure you listen to her. Make sure you do precisely what she tells you to do. Um, but also while she was running the cartel, she was also in pursuit to get her man out of prison. Because baby, listen, this is why I said Emma is ride or die. This chick, she hired, um, she hired uh, construction workers. She hired experts. She hired whoever she could to build a tunnel to get her husband out of jail it is considered to this day one of the most great escapes ever and how did emma get away with doing this let me tell you she bought a house that was about a mile away from the prison where el chapo was at and then she got a gps into the jail and so she was able to get all of the information. Now, mind you, she hired these experts. So over the next year, they built this mile tunnel. 
El Chapo knew what was going on. So he's in this 10 by 10 cell, you know, every day. And he's still running the prison. He is. But again, he don't want to be there. So he knows that he's getting ready to step out. And eventually, when all is said and done, you can see on the camera, he sits on the bed. He sits there for a minute. He thinks about it. He changes his shoes. He stands up. And he walks into the hole that Emma and their team has provided for him. And in this hole, it's not just a regular hole. When he gets in there, there's this motorcycle that goes on this trail. And it takes him. It's light down here. Like, listen, he not... We talking about El Chapo, y'all. He not finna be in a dark. He finna ride off in style. If he do anything, it's gonna be in style. So he he gets on this motorcycle and Emma's waiting for him and they like ride off into the body and Clyde sunset. And at this point, the next morning, when it's realized that El Chapo has escaped again, the Mexican police are embarrassed. Because even though he is paying them okay y'all just let this man escape again for the second time and not only did he escape he escaped from a tunnel that he was building underneath his shower for the last year now if you if embarrassed was a person come on y'all they was embarrassed so they had a point to prove and they were after him and they wanted him bad and so at this point money wasn't a issue he couldn't pay anybody off anymore because he had made them look stupid and so they were like we have to you know show that we aren't the dummies that we look like and so while the Mexican the Mexican police are looking for him the U.S. is looking for him the other cartels are looking for him and so one day they're at a um an airport at the terminal and they just know that El Chapo is going to be at this terminal and so they go and there's this big shootout there like people are at the airport like who the, the police were involved in this and everything they're trying to kill El Chapo but they end up killing six other people and one of them is a cardinal cardinal wine and so these catholics are crazy they didn't lose you don't you don't be killing no cardinals you that's what you don't do but El Chapo was like, now, that don't make sense that I got to pay for this when y'all was trying to kill me. Y'all was trying to kill me, and in the midst of y'all trying to kill me, y'all killed all these other people, but I'm the person that y'all trying to make, you know, take the fall for it. But they didn't care, because somebody was going to take the fall for it. Plus, you didn't ran away all these times, and you didn't trafficked all these drugs, you didn't killed all these people, enough is enough. So... They arrest him, but this time they don't take him to a Mexican prison. They extradite him to a U.S. prison because what you're not going to do is escape again. And so when El Chapo found out that they were getting ready to extradite him again, he gets ready to escape. And he does. He escapes one last time. But they catch him and they take him to the U.S. And when they get him to the U.S., his trial starts. And for him, it's the trial of his life. But for Emma, baby, it was the fashion show. Listen, she had waited for this moment her whole life. Every day she was in character. Every single day she was in that courtroom looking fly as hell. She was. Her husband was fighting for his life and she was in here looking like, like, I don't know. Like, they called her, 
the Kardashian of cartel because she dressed like a Kardashian, but she was part of the cartel. So that kind of gives you an idea. And, and every day she came in, she had on name brand like she and she never, ever was out of line even when so and then I was I don't know why I thought because I'm stupid I don't know why I thought that her husband was loyal to her because when I was reading over like the transcript when Miss Emma was listening and I'm sure she had to have known when she was in court she had to hear that El Chapo had several mistresses but he had one that he called my love and he told her that she was the best thing that ever happened to him and this lady was trafficking drugs for him as well and um during court Emma never broke a sweat if she felt like you know her heart was breaking nobody would ever know she never ever looked like anything was wrong even when they went into details like sexual details about him and his mistresses she never broke a sweat and that just goes to show you like she knew what she signed up for look this was not her first rodeo and I also think that she didn't just I mean she might have loved him I don't know the girl but I think she loved the status I think she loved what what he meant you know what I mean? Like, so her fathers and her cousins were in the cartel. So she knew what that life was about, but she knew who El Chapo was and she knew what he could do for her. And I also felt like he knew what she could do for him. So it wasn't one sided, you know, fair exchange is, is all fair and love to me. You know what I mean? It wasn't like she wasn't getting something out of it. I mean, the girl had a zoo at her house. Come on, y'all. Listen, a zoo. I'm just going to leave that there. So El Chapo gets sentenced to life in prison. Okay. He gets sentenced to life in prison. He's not getting out. He's not to have contact with his family. He's not to have contact with his girls. Um, and Emma now is facing 14 years in prison because she's being charged with trafficking. She's being charged with helping him escape. And uh, amongst other things, like it, you could only imagine if her husband just got sentenced to life, what she's um, going to be attempted to be charged with because she had to have known some stuff was going on. Although she said she didn't know, she just lived a regular life. Those were her words. She just lived a regular life with her twins. Uh, she had to know what was going on. You don't be married to this man who's killing two to 3,000 people and you don't know what's going on. I'm just saying, that's all. So once... She talks to the judge and she's like, listen, I need my daughters. I didn't know what was going on. I know it seems like I do, but please don't take both of their parents away from them. And while she's waiting to go to, you know, while she's waiting to go to trial and waiting to be sentenced, she's out here making a life for herself. Like she starts a branding line, El Chapo clothing. Um, she's on the VH1. She's on an episode of the cartel crew. She tries to start up like a beauty line like she's really trying to get her her things in order as if she's not facing jail time soon and it could be maybe she was trying to leave some money for her kids who knows maybe all the money that you know El Chapo had is all tied up whatever the case is she was sentenced to three years in prison November 2021 so Miss Emma is currently beauty queen of the prison right now and she'll get out soon and I mean three years and I say it like 
I I'd never been in prison. Three years ain't a lot. But when you're facing 14, three years could have been worse. So in three years, she's able to get out and she's able to see her twins and she's able to try to start her life over. And the judge told her that. The judge said, listen, I hope that when you get out, you make better choices for your daughters. Good luck. And so as such a lady crew, we're wishing Emma, Emma Cornell good luck. When you get out, girl, you fly as hell. You could be a supermodel. You could be whoever you want to be. You could be a regular person. You could get a job at Walmart. I mean, you could do whatever you want to do. Just don't go back to jail. You know what I mean? Because you're too cute for jail. But that being said, if you are in a toxic relationship and you are looking for a sign to get out, listen, this is it. All you need is to walk away. You don't need to talk to 50 bazillion people. Um, Know your worth and leave. You can always reach out to us here at Such a Lady or you can call the National Domestic Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE. That's 1-800-799-7233. Thank you for tuning in and don't forget to be great on purpose. You can always reach us at Such a Lady Instagram 30 or Such a Lady on Facebook. Or if you guys want to try out our try out our Bossed Up Candles, you can look up Bossed Up Candles. Or if you're just one of the people that like toxic love stories, but you also love encouraging women, you can also follow us at Her Faith Motivates. We're out here everywhere, y'all. We're just out here loving on women and encouraging women. And I just thank y'all for being a part of the movement. All right, y'all have a great week, a happy holiday. And don't forget, I love you. And don't forget to be great on purpose.